Hello, Will here once again, and I didn't write an opening sketch this month. That's on me. That's my bad. But uh, I just, I just didn't have time. Is it just me, or is it getting a little more difficult to exist every single day? It's rough out here. It's rough where you are too. I'm sure. But we're gonna make it, okay? We're gonna make it. We are gonna be stronger on the other side together. But until we get there, we have video games to give us just that little bit of feel-good chemical. Just enough to get us by. That's the segue. It's time for Nintendo Megabits. Man, uh, another month, another late edition of Nintendo Megabits. We are a week off the schedule. <laughs> My bad, once again, the things, they have come up. But we have things to talk about. New Nintendo Switch Online games. Now, at first, I, I keep my notes in a document that I add to over the course of the month. And early on, uh, my notes say new NSO games back to Blockbuster since the last episode of Nintendo Megabits. The first three games they added to the Nintendo Switch Online uh, catalog were Congo's Caper and Rival Turf for the Super Nintendo and Pinball for the NES. And I was going to sit here and monologue about how this is another trip back to the Blockbuster bargain bin. It's 7.58 on a Friday night. You're at Blockbuster, they close in two minutes, and your dad is starting to get frustrated. So you grab the first three things that are left that you can find, and that's what you play all weekend. That was the plan. But then Nintendo added some more games to Nintendo Switch Online. They added three Kirby games. Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course, and Kirby's Dream Land 3. These are all Super Nintendo titles, I do believe. And damn, I cannot complain. I haven't played Dreamland 3, but I know Superstar and Dream Course are good times. So Nintendo salvaged it. They made a net positive, I think, with three kind of bleh games that maybe have a little bit of redeeming qualities to them, and then three Kirby games, which, yes please. But then they went further. They didn't stop there. In an absolutely unprecedented move. At least for a month where they didn't add a whole new system to the to the library. They added a seventh game to the Nintendo Switch Online. This one for the Nintendo 64, so this one's for the Expansion Pass havers. It's Pokemon Snap for the N64. I like Pokemon Snap. I think this is fantastic. What a great add. Um, you know, it's maybe not top of my list of games to add, but... It certainly is a no-brainer, and it feels like it should have been there a while ago, but that's kind of the theme with these online services, right? They drip-feed you the classics. So overall, I'm gonna say, since the last time we spoke, Nintendo Switch Online has had a pretty strong outing. And that's great. That's great. Speaking of great things, a lot of people think Xenoblade Chronicles is great. I don't have an opinion, because I haven't played them yet. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is coming out relatively soon, 
and uh, it's brought up that I haven't played these games. It's made me think about it, and I've thought about it. I've thought about trying to pick these two games up, give them a shot. It is like 200 hours of JRPG to catch up on, but I would be lying if I said I wasn't exactly the sort of degenerate to enjoy that kind of thing. That said, I haven't done it yet, so I don't really have a lot to say about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 just yet. Uh, but they did do a pre-order for the Collector's Edition directly off the Nintendo website, and the website crashed immediately. It was a complete and total disaster. As usual, scalpers did pick up quite a few, list them on eBay immediately. I do believe there was some talk about a second batch, but I don't know offhand if that's happened yet or if that's to come in the future. Either way, uh, <laughs> certainly a lot more demand than the Nintendo servers anticipated. Good luck out there if you're trying to get one of those collector's editions. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is also going to have its very own game-specific direct presentation. Now, that presentation is tomorrow, so I couldn't tell you about it, even if I wanted to. Um, it's probably a trailer. Probably... I, I think 2 had an expansion pass, so probably a little bit of details about what's in there. If I had to guess, um, that's really all I have. Speaking of directs, though, word on the street is that we'll get our June big Nintendo Direct on June 29th. That is next week. Next uh, Tuesday, I believe. Do I believe it? I don't know. I don't know. I certainly believed it a lot more strongly before the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct was announced. I think if we don't get one in June, we definitely get one in July. We get that it's not E3, but this is the direct we would have shown you at E3 kind of thing. We get one. It's probably within the next... It, it's definitely going to be here by mid-July. I'll guess that much at least. Now, we don't even know if that direct is real. So I thought it would be fun if I speculated a little bit. I have one super safe prediction. And that's that Splatoon 3 will feature pretty heavily and will mark the, this will mark the beginning of the marketing hype train up to Splatoon 3's release in September. It starts with this not E3 Direct. That's where the Splatoon 3 marketing is really going to shift into gear. Uh, Strikers Battle League is out. Three Hopes is very, very soon. So the next game for Nintendo to try to build hype on is Splatoon 3. And I really think they will, because Splatoon has really cemented itself as a Nintendo franchise. The sales justify it. People love Splatoon. I love Splatoon. This is where it all kicks off. That's my only safe prediction. So let's get into the more abstract. I think Advance Wars Reboot Camp comes out this year. But I think it comes out really soon after Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Like, like too soon. Like, Titanfall 2 behind Battlefield too soon. Like, it's going to get completely overshadowed, and that's going to be kind of the point. Nintendo is not keen on doing a lot of branding or marketing for this game. The war in Ukraine really kind of put a damper on this game in particular. I do understand why they didn't release it. That said, the game is done, and Nintendo is a business, so I do think they want to get it released and they're just gonna try to let Advance Wars out quietly for the people that wanted it. And yeah, that's my prediction. So probably late November, early December, something like that. 
Zelda remakes. I think we get some more of them. Which ones is the question? Now there's been talk forever about the HD ports from the Wii U, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Those two games are an easy choice. They're a fairly safe choice. I totally understand why people would say that. That said, I think it's right this time. I think it's absolutely right this time. Breath of the Wild got delayed, so I would not be surprised if we get some Zelda remakes just to kind of placate people. Metroid Prime 4. I think we see a trailer. I think we see a trailer. I don't think it's going to show as much as we would like it to, but I do think we get something of an update. Maybe a 2020, late 2023, early 2024. Just enough to let us know, hey, Metroid Prime 4 still exists. I think I'm going to try a new segment here, close to the end of the podcast, right before we get to viewer questions. Uh, let's look at what's coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I'm going to outline three games today that all come out within a week of each other, which is absolutely fucking crazy. We've got Fire Emblem Three Hopes. That comes out on the 24th, I believe, of June. That is this Friday at time of release. It is a Warriors game in the Fire Emblem universe. I There is a demo. There's a demo that I should try out before I pass judgment. Warriors games haven't been for me in the past. I'm a little skeptical, but I haven't tried the Nintendo ones. Um, fun fact that I should probably be a little ashamed about, especially since my kid does own both of the Zelda ones, the Hyrule Warriors. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion comes out on June 30th at the end of the month. Super excited about that. We got a lot of information about that this month. New monsters, new areas, and an update calendar. A path forward that includes more new monsters and more areas. And yeah, all right, let's go. I'm ready to hunt monsters again. And then also at the end of the month, June 30th, we're going to get the delicious last course update for Cuphead. That's pretty cool. They announced that years ago. I'm stunned it's taken this long to get here. But that's how things are right now, and I'm sure it'll be a good time for people who like Cuphead, myself included. Now that all the business is out of the way, let's get to the viewer question, shall we? First question comes from Jason. How long will the Metroid Prime feature of Nintendo's not E3, but totally E3 presentation be? Now, I've talked about the fact that I do think we're going to get it. I do think that's going to be a part of it. But how long will it be? Three minutes and 18 seconds. Just over three minutes worth of some new footage, a little bit of story set up, maybe a little gameplay, maybe. And then that's it. That's all we get. Thank you, Jason. Next question comes from Mike. Loyal listener, Mike. Which one of the following games or series would you make a sequel for? And what would you do with the Switch hardware to make the game stand out? And then he's giving me a list of franchises, F-Zero, Star Fox, Earthbound, NES Remix, Dr. Mario, Codename Steam, Pilot Wings, Mario & Luigi, and DDR Mario Mix. Now at first, I thought this was a fairly easy question. But if I sit here and I really focus on what do you do with the Nintendo Switch hardware to make the game stand out, then things get a little more complicated. Nintendo doesn't even make all their games take advantage of the Switch hardware in a way that would make a game stand out. Their games stand out on their own merits, but not necessarily from a hardware innovation perspective. So in that context, I'm gonna say DDR Mario Mix. Ooh, I just farted. I wonder if that was audible. It comes with the same kind of accessories that you would see in Ring Fit. 
that is to say the ring con and the leg strap. So you don't need a dance pad. Instead, it'll kind of just kind of judge you more on positioning for your leg and the ring con. I think that would be maybe the only thing I could think of <laughs> to really make use of the Switch hardware. Everything else on this list, um, everything else on this list except hmm, Star Fox could use a Switch game. I say except Star Fox because Nintendo hasn't had an idea for a Star Fox game in like a decade and a half. I don't think they've got a new idea now. I don't want to play Star Fox 64 again. I don't know why I decided to take time to just bag on Star Fox real quick. See, Tim asks, what announcement can Nintendo make during a direct that would make you lose your freaking mind? New Punch-Out. I would flip, I would flip shit for a new Punch-Out, I think. I really like Punch-Out. I understand it is niche as hell, but I would be hype as hell for a new Punch-Out. I don't even care if it's like a fancy remaster of Punch-Out on the Wii. I thought that was a good game, and I would play it again. Uh, I think this is our last one here. Yes. Hypecaster asks, There was a time when Nintendo branched out and started giving new characters other than Mario the Spotlight. Every now and then we get a Yoshi, Kirby, Donkey Kong, Toad, or Wario game. Why specifically do you think Waluigi is being stonewalled when he clearly deserves to be the main? I honestly think a lot of it comes down to a little bit of pettiness. Nintendo didn't create Waluigi. Camelot did. And they made him so that Wario could have a doubles partner. This character was not made to be an interesting character. He was made to be an alternate, to literally just be Wario's partner in crime so that he could play doubles in tennis. That said, I feel like, especially with Switch games in particular, this, this new generation of Mario games, I feel like Waluigi's got more personality now than he ever has. All of his animations in Strikers Battle League or Mario Party Superstars, he's very arrogant, he's very showy, there's a lot of rows and dance moves and stuff. I think they could do it. I think it's more possible now than ever. I think he's been blackballed just kind of out of a combination of pettiness and disinterest. I do believe I've read somewhere that Waluigi is much more popular in the West than he is in Japan, which makes sense. We do love a good trash man over here. I think Waluigi would benefit immensely from a rhythm game specifically. Waluigi's Dance Party. I'd probably a better name than that, but it should definitely be a rhythm game. That is all the time we have for this month's edition of Nintendo Megabits. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it for you. I will see you right here next month, the third Wednesday in July, I promise, for the next edition of Nintendo Megabits. Until then, stay safe, be kind, and keep fighting the good fight out there. Love you.